Chapter 1 Florida, Ponce Inlet, Present Day The letter came to a place where letters were never delivered, at least not to me. I was paying my boat slip rent at Ponce Marina when the dockmaster, a wiry man sporting a salt and pepper stubble and wearing a sweat-stained Hatteras ball cap, said, Oh, Sean, I almost forgot. Forgot what? The letter. Letter? Yeah, arrived last week. I walked down to your boat. Jupiter was buttoned up tight. Nick Cronus said he hadn't seen you in a few days, said you were probably at your river cabin. I don't have a forwarding address, so I figured you'd stop by sooner or later. I'll get it. He shuffled across the small office, a large corkboard on one wall filled with flyers advertising boats for sale. Half a pot of burnt black coffee smoldered on a burner. The dockmaster hummed the song 99 Bottles of Beer while leafing through a wire mesh basket filled with mail. Found it. Some damn neat handwriting. Maybe it's an old girlfriend. Maybe not. Here, that's what Facebook's for. <laughs> that's why you sure as hell won't find my face on Facebook. He handed the letter to me. Thanks, Al. Come on, Max. I left the office, Max, my ten-pound dachshund, romping a few feet ahead of me as we opened the gate to Eldock. She paused, watching a brown pelican perched on a creosote-stained piling, the bird shifting its weight from one webbed foot to the other, its head tilted, a big yellow eye watching Max. Come on, kiddo. Leave the neighbors alone. Max snorted, and we continued our hike down to my old boat docked at the very end of Eldock. A gentle wind from the east, toward the Atlantic Ocean, blew across the marina, the scent of blackened grouper and garlic crab coming from the tiki bar, a rustic wharf bar that could imitate restaurant status. A day-charter fishing boat chugged from Ponce Inlet and the Halifax River into the marina and around the long piers moored with dozens of yachts and sailboats. The fishing boat, Lucky Strike, was filled with tourists and the day's catch. Screeching seagulls followed the boat's wake across the water. I looked at the envelope. Letter-perfect penmanship. It was addressed to Mr. Sean O'Brien, care of Ponce Marina. On the top left side of the envelope was the return address. Just an address. No name of the sender. The return address was in Jacksonville. I didn't know anyone there. If it was something ominous, and if the sender licked the envelope before sealing it, he or she might have sealed DNA with the glue and paper. I needed a knife. Come on, Max. I bet Nick has a fillet knife on his boat. If Nick's not out fishing, we'll pay him a visit. Max walked faster, almost prancing, head held high, parading down the dock. She knew Nick's boat, St. Michael, but more importantly, she knew Nick was an excellent and generous cook. A trail of white smoke puffed from under the hood on a small barbecue grill near the center of St. Michael's cockpit. The double doors to the salon were wide open, Greek music coming from inside the fishing trawler, a boat with the lines and lineage from those that sailed the Mediterranean for centuries. Hot dog, bellowed Nick Cronus, stepping from the salon to the cockpit, a corona in one hand, a spatula in the other. Max sprinted across the auxiliary dock that ran parallel to St. Michael, bounding down the three wooden steps leading to the transom. Nick set his beer on a small table and picked up Max. Where you been, hot dog? Sean kept you away from your marina family for too long. Max licked Nick's chin. 
He held her to his wide chest, picked up his bottle of Corona, and danced in a circle to the music, Max almost smiling. Nick, do you have a fillet knife? Do the fishies swim in the deep blue sea? Of course I have a fillet knife. I have three of them. I used one a half hour ago to fillet some grouper and the reds I caught. I put some on the coals for you and hot dog. Nick set Max down, sipped from the bottle, and opened the grill to turn over a large piece of fish. He sang something in Greek, closing one eye to avoid the smoke. Years of working as a fisherman gave him a body thick with muscle. His bushy dark hair was a mop of wavy locks, skin the shade of light tea. A full mustache covered his upper lip. His eyes were bright, playful, matching his steady grin. He was loyal, fearless, and after I pulled two bikers off him a few years ago, he said we were brothers for life. I stepped down onto the cockpit, Nick reaching under the grill for a fillet knife. He handed it to me.